This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. afternoon. This is Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture. I'm Julia Jacobs. It's time for Tak Kenal Maka Tak Cinta, our monthly tourism-themed yes. series on <laughs> Earth Matters, which aims to highlight lesser-known ecotourism spots right here in Malaysia. And of course, the show is done in collaboration with the Ecotourism and Conservation Society of Malaysia, or Ecomai. Together, we want to take you back to the great outdoors. We want you to experience the many yes. off-the-beaten-track nature spots that our country has to offer. So today, uh, my, my usual guest, of course, my co-host, Andrew Hello. Sebastian, is here. He is the founder and chief executive officer of Ecomai and we're heading to Marapo which is a small town in the Lipis district located next to the Pahang Kelantan border perhaps better known as the less used entrance to the uh, pristine 130 million year old primary rainforest in Taman Negara National Park Pahang so we're going to travel there today but first of all welcome Andrew how are you today? Thank you Julian thanks for having us once again uh, super excited uh, this is one of my more favourite uh, spots to go and uh, yeah let's tell the world about it okay excellent so uh, as I mentioned uh, you know on the border of uh, I think it's Pahang and mm-hmm. Kelantan right and again uh, I think a lot of people know the name Marapo because it is one of the entrances to Taman Negara perhaps yes. like I said lesser known yeah yes. tell me about that that's right so uh, from Kuala Lumpur it's about four hours slow drive yeah from Kuala Lumpur uh, Taman Negara everybody knows yeah it's 4,443 40, 40, uh, square kilometres it's Seven times the size, roughly, of Singapore. So our national park is the biggest, yeah, uh, biggest in the in the country. Uh, it has three or four entrances, yeah. Kuala Tan, of course, uh, we talked about it. Uh, to Jerantut is the most popular. Uh, whereas Sungai Relau, yeah, uh, just outside the village of Marapo, it's the lesser known, yet hides a lot of wonderful gems that we want to talk about. Yeah, so. Tamanagara still a lot of a lot of surprises for people who've already been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you may have gone to Kuala Tahan, enjoyed uh, the, the nice resorts there, and 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 swimming in the river and so on. But let's look at Sungai Relau yeah? mm. and Marapu, the little village that is the entry to the national park. Okay, so again, you know, a uh, uh, simple drive, simple enough drive there, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing. Yes, we don't one, need wonderful to. drive. It's it's wonderful uh, highway, halfway, and then uh, the Lipis Road is. Very well uh, maintained. Mm-hmm. Excellent, excellent okay. drive. All right. And I think, you know, a lot of people know it for uh, for the caves as well as there's waterways, there's trails, so many things you can do there, right? Mm-hmm. So, but, I mean, that's why I think we're at Sung Sungai Relau, isn't it? That's there's right. something called the Marapo Canopy Walk as well, that's right? That's right. So, uh, just opened very, very recently, and this is hot, hot off the press, uh, as you say. Um, the government has tried to, to build... Uh, Canopy walkways that are made out of steel and 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 concrete, yeah, mm. uh, no longer using trees uh, suspended among trees uh, because it's not it firstly detrimental to the trees itself and it's not very safe, okay. yeah. So now they have built a world class, I would say it's world class uh, canopy walkway. It will probably be among the longest in the world, over six hundred and twelve meters, yeah. Uh, so Sungai Relau Tamanagari the entry now boasts of a new brand new canopy walkway open to the public free for now it, there's no charge for now until I think November I think yeah okay. closes on Saturdays uh, sorry closes on Thursdays opens uh, every other day uh, of course within office hours um, it has 12 observation towers 13 platforms uh, as I said 600 over meters it's pretty long it's it's broad enough it's disabled friendly okay. yeah 
uh, and I had the pleasure of doing the interpretive signages for for this facility. Uh, once it's open, I think it's going to be one of those uh, must-visit sort of sites because it takes you to the upper canopy of our lowland rainforest. Wow. Looking down at the beautiful uh, Rolau River, yeah, as you start and look at all the beautiful fish in there, the Kalas, Barau is in there. And you never know if you're quiet enough and you go early enough, you know, chances of seeing the hornbills, some wildlife, the, the wild boar, of course, is quite regularly sighted there. But deers and, um, and you... And uh, wild ox sometimes, and the sladang, yeah. Um, sladang as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and and you know, it's 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 one of the lesser known, so it's very quiet. Chances of seeing wildlife uh, extremely high. Okay, excellent. Mm-hmm. So so this hasn't has it quite opened yet or not quite? Well, the, the canopy walkway is open. Open already. It's, it's okay. like a soft lawn opening right now. So I think in November onwards it's going to be chargeable. Okay, so yeah. it's free now. That's what you were it's saying, free right? right now, okay, yes. excellent. And uh, as you mentioned, um, so in terms of accommodation, uh, Andrew, are there a lot of like homestays and things like that there yes, as well? Yes, because it's the lesser known. Yeah, <laughs> it's not yeah. quite well developed. There's not a lot of hotels and all. In fact, there's no hotels, no resorts around it. Uh, yeah. So in the Marapo village, just where local communities uh, get some income and that's how we see this wonderful combination for ecotourism where locals benefit yeah mm-hmm. so there are three or four nice homestays yeah and really good on if you go on uh, on agoda and if you go booking.com uh, and if you go online you can see like Marapo guest house you know uh, uh, is is one uh, that's very very nice uh, it's kampong style is village style okay. so there's about three homestays around the area and not a lot of uh, accommodations and uh, 20 minutes away is the little town of uh, Gua Musang. Mm, Gua mm-hmm. Musang is actually has has quite a few uh, smaller motels, hotels, yeah, and okay. resorts there as well. Yeah, so and it's about 25, 30 km away, right? right? Yeah, so you have a choice of two. So you want closer to the park, uh, it's homestay. So it's very quaint. It's nice. It's village uh, style uh, accommodations and, and something very different. Okay, excellent. And, um, you know, as I mentioned earlier as well, uh, Marapo is known also as a caving paradise, mm-hmm. right? I think, what, over 415 caves there, something that's like right, that? That's yeah? right, that's right. Ridiculous number of caves, yeah. yeah. 85. 85 so far has been explored, uh, what I've been told by the local guides. Uh, and and the house, a lot of secrets, yeah? A lot, a lot of mystery in those caves, yeah? Uh, I'd like to talk about maybe uh, two of them just to spur some interest, yeah? yeah sure. um, caving is actually... There are many levels to when you say you want to do caving. Yeah, so if you're hardcore, you can actually go repelling. You can use a rope. You can go into a wet cave, go into the, the water system, and, and into a wet cave and and, and you know, explore. Spelunkian, they call it. Uh, it's also available for people like you and me uh, who just want to go. Don't get our feet and clothes wet so much. You know? <laughs> yeah. uh, I would have thought you were the one who would go spelunking and travel. Well, I see you and me. Means, yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean, wow, <laughs> let's go, wow. Let's go oh, easy. Yeah, insulting. Yeah. All yeah, right. It's, it's over 300 million years and the cave systems uh, have been dated. There's a lot of um, caving and exploring going on. So it's a caving paradise, uh, very different from the entry in Kuala Tahan. Uh, Marapo and Sungai Relau, uh, both uh, cave systems. And one of it is uh, Gua Padang Kawat. 
it is it is quite close. It's a nice track, 30, 45 minutes uh, track to to, to to these wonderful caves. You can you can climb, you can walk, you can crawl. You know, uh, cascading <laughs> waterfalls. You know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and history, a lot of history too. Yeah, the, uh, those days. You remember those good old days of the. Uh, the com- <laughs> A little conflict between us and, and the Communist Party, yeah. So there's uh, a lot of history in the caves because the, uh, the communists used to use the, the caves as a hideaway and so on. So there's a lot of history to be told. The local guys know all those wonderful, interesting stories about the good old days in the 1948s to the 60s, you know, when there's a lot of conflict. Okay. Uh, so the cave has a lot of history uh, as well uh, for people. Uh, natural history-wise, of course, uh, we want to look at the, some of the, uh, the, the bats there, frogs, you know. Mm. Um, and of course, the adventure of going, going into a mysterious cave system. Yeah, mm. and the second one is Gunung Tahi Bintang. Yeah, shooting star cave. Oh, wonderful! Mm. Interesting as a name. As, as a, a name, as a, yeah. As a, as the name, uh, as the name uh, reveals a little bit what you want to see. Uh, a lot of nice formation in this cave system. Uh, it looks like a meteor shower when you turn off the lights and so on because a lot of crystals are hidden in limestone walls and so on. Yeah, mm-hmm. Thanks to geology and years of, of uh, decay and so on, as you go into the cave, uh, you see a lot of sparkling sort of crystal jewel. It gives you the effect that you're in a meteor shower, yeah, as they say. Yeah? Uh, so uh, don't take my word for it. Gunung Gua Tahi Bintang. If you've not heard about this, that's why we have the show. Yeah? Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> uh, learn something new every day. Yeah? <laughs> uh, it's something worth exploring and it's something that you can easily take uh, your family and your friends, your kids, uh, to go and visit, explore. Okay. Because the guides are really, really good. Okay, so you mentioned, so we said, right, 415, 85 have been explored. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so are these the only two open to the public? or uh, Well, there's quite quite a quite few open to the public, but uh, there are four popular ones that, that the public are taken to. Again, depends on your level. Uh, okay. If you want to do a little bit more hardcore stuff, uh, like you and me, you know, uh, <laughs> you can do that, the scaling and so on. You sure. know, Like every day, right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it depends on your level of, of fitness and or interest. Uh, there are four or five caves that uh, generally are, uh, are used uh, by the guides to to show uh, groups of people from various different levels of uh, of interest yeah okay, uh, right. and and yeah it, it can be tailor made to uh, your needs Okay, it sounds amazing. And mm-hmm. I mean, Shooting Star Cave, I mean, the name already is like enough to make me want to... Tahi <laughs> Bintang. Not so sexy, but you know, but yeah. Translation, translation works nicely. <laughs> um, so there's that. And of course, you know, like you said, so there's bats as well there. There'll mm-hmm. be lots of interesting things, flora, yes. fauna as well, to, to be uh, right. explored there as well. Yes. But speaking of flora, so there's also something called the catwalk, right? And yes. that's uh, in, in relation with, I guess, the uh, my cat folks? Yes, right. yeah. yeah, the my, the my cat folks, uh, Tiger Alliance uh, folks, uh, they, they run this uh, program called a Catwalk. Uh, uh, but this is outside of uh, of uh, Marapo and Sungai Love, just outside, uh, 15 kilometers outside of the park. Uh, my cat, the people of my cat, uh, they do catwalks, me- meaning they invite people uh, from all walks of life to join them as they walk into trails and so on, with the distinct uh, mission to actually look out for snares, mm. to look out for for poaching activities in the corridor, because Sungai Yu is a ecological corridor. 
uh, that links uh, two different uh, forest uh, complexes very close to the national park. It's very it's very important. It houses some of our most endangered wildlife. Uh, so uh, conservationists, people in the MICAT, the NGO MICAT, have been working very hard over these years yeah, to try to protect the corridors from poaching. Okay. Uh, and they found so many snares all these years. And, oh, no. and the one way to get people involved, yeah, as you say, Takanal Amagata Chinta, right, is to invite uh, Malaysians, uh, foreigners as well, you know, come and join them for 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 a weekend where they do a, a catwalk for you. They walk into a beautiful forest. Uh, this is not a tourist place. This is this is the wild, yeah. Uh, walking to trails, try to look out for uh, activities of poaching and so on, and try to actually uh, dismantle snares, take photographs, take information, and and provide that to the wildlife department uh, for further action. So. Uh, the catwalk is something really interesting. Uh, please go to their website, uh, citizenactionfortigers.my. Uh, uh, that's a website as well for you to do some reference. Mm-hmm. But if you Google catwalk, uh, please support the, the people of my cat. Yeah? Uh, they're doing good work there. Okay, excellent. So those are some of the things that we can do. And mm-hmm. I always want to ask you about things like, you know, bird watching, yes, uh, yes, you know, yes, and yes. sort of like wildlife tracking mm-hmm, and things mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. What are some of the activities right. we can do there? Well, in Sungai Relau, the National Park, uh, just underneath the uh, canopy walkway, the beautiful Sungai Relau is crystal clear. Mm. And if people have not seen uh, our local uh, freshwater fish, yeah, that's the best place to see it because it's crystal clear waters. Uh, if you walk along, the, there's a beautiful trail that walks along it and you can see big numbers of, of uh, critically endangered uh, golden marché. Yeah, to, to name one, yeah. It is critically endangered in a while, but it's doing really well in that river because it's protected as, as part of captive breeding and release program. Um, so aquatic-wise, um, uh, Sungai Relau actually stands to, to, to educate people, mm-hmm. uh, create awareness about how important it is to also protect things in the river, people's, things that we don't see, yeah? let alone wildlife that's walking around in our forests. Yeah? So uh, in terms of bird watching, Sungai Relau, the entry, uh, because it's lesser known and lesser used, it is one of the most important spots uh, for bird watching, okay. yeah, and of course that goes hand in hand with wildlife watching. Yeah, uh, two months ago, got a herd of elephants there, you know, inside yeah. the park. We were really lucky. We were, we were walking down the road. It's it's an easy track, uh, easy tracks. There are two or three tracks uh, at the entrance. Uh, you can also walk along the there's this, this little road that goes takes you to a, a tower uh, at the end of the road. So that is a very good area to walk comfortably to look at birds and wildlife. Yeah, uh, uh, Agile Gibbons. Uh, Siamang um, uh, up on the trees. The giant, uh, the giant squirrels are there. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, cream-coloured uh, giant squirrels, um, uh, quite often seen. Um, so cream-coloured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is uh, excellent, excellent opportunities for you if you're quiet enough. You have a good guide. Uh, even without a guide, uh, at the canopy, uh, you have a great chance of seeing interesting things flying. Okay. Okay. So, and Walking, what about crawling. some? Oh, crawling. <laughs> yes, of course. I mean, I'm sure uh, there's the herbs as well and That's lots right. of exciting That's things right. there. Because right? of the river, herpa fauna is also very good. Yeah, uh, Amphibians, uh, reptiles and so on. Again, it depends on the season as well. Uh, but it's a forest. It's, 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 it's thick forest. Uh, it is a protected area. Uh, again, uh, not many people visit it. So okay. things are still very, very wild oh, and still okay. pretty much untouched. So because of that, right, would we perhaps need a certain level of fitness perhaps or we need to prepare a little bit better than let's say when we went to Tahan, for example? Right. Well, uh, at the entrance of the park, the, the trails very close to the park, you can do your own walk. 
Yeah, you okay. don't need a guide for that. Uh, you're of course encouraged to take a guide, of course, but you can do it in a canopy walkway as well. But going further, you will need to engage a local guide. Yeah, and this local guide is an important connection between us and, and uh, the forest because they're able to give you the latest information uh, and keeping you safe uh, at any time walking into this wonderful forest. Mm, okay. And in terms of local communities, are there like mm-hmm. villages around uh, the Marapo area as well? That's right. Marapo is a Malay village, uh, so it's wonderful Malay food. Uh-huh. Uh, and right now it's durian season. Oh, no, so and rambutans and mangosteen, you know, there are a lot of orchards uh, as you drive into the, the park from uh, from Marapo village. Marapo has a very old and quaint little uh, train station. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's funny. It's one of, like one of those western shows where it's a long line, it's a long track, and then it's just one building. <laughs> you know, it's so sinister so almost, you can, yeah. yeah, and you can see the train coming from miles away. You know, and it's really really cute. Yeah, uh, and and you know uh, the the community is very close knit. Um, farmers mostly uh, and some mining. Yeah, uh, but mostly they are not part of a large push to uh, modernize. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it is wonderful uh, to actually visit uh, a kampong area like that and that gives you an entry into a national park. Okay, excellent. And I don't know if you know this, there's actually something called the Marapo Rainforest Trail. It's actually mm. a race. I don't know. It's a, the second one uh, just happened earlier this month, actually, earlier in June. And I guess, you know, the organizers are also trying to preserve the national heritage, right? Because like you mentioned, so many uh, uh, caves, that's unexplored right. caves. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, that's Thing. So there are things that we can look out for right. throughout yes. the year. But yeah, I mean, uh, the locals have been trying to push uh, ecotourism in that side for a long time, and I love to support uh, any and all initiatives that 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 that, that focuses on ecotourism because it's sustainable, right. as opposed to some previous threats of, of, of mining. Yeah, because limestone also has a lot of value in terms of commercial uh, mining. Yeah, so okay. we try we try to avoid that because I think we've taken enough from nature. It's time for us to invest back into something a lot more sustainable and a lot more. Eco- Eco-friendly because that's what Malaysia is all about. That's why we have a Taman Negara. Mm, you know? That's mm. why we have some of the oldest rainforests in the world. You know, and it's also mm. an access uh, entry point to get to uh, Gunung Tahan, right? That's right. Yes. So if you are a climber, if 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 climbing up uh, peaks, peaking uh, and uh, and trails and so on is your thing. Mm. Why don't do the seven-day hike? Yeah. So from Rapo uh, and Sungai Relau entry, it's uh, easier. I would say I say easy, but it's seven days. I've not done it. I, I've, <laughs> full I've, disclosure. I, I was like, "Why, Andrew? You did it or what?" Done it. No, <laughs> seven <laughs> so days impressed. hiking and overnighting. Uh, well, it sounds like a wonderful way to spend seven days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you hike and you overnight in, in the forest uh, as you track up the highest peak uh, uh, in Peninsular Malaysia, Gunung Tahan. So uh, most of the hikers start uh, or, or do the hike from Sungai Rala Entry, which is uh, at the village of uh, Amrapo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the best way for you to see the mountain. Okay, all right. So that's one way. And I think that one, you know, you must get your permits and things like that, You need like a permit, right? you need a porters, you need, of course, uh, yeah, local guides is compulsory. Yeah. yeah because there's not, not, not a lot of facilities out there. And all the important, interesting, endangered, no wildlife stuff all around you. Okay. And I was reading that recommended period times to hike is March to August. So, you know, now end of June, you know, mm-hmm. you've got a couple more months, you know, if someone's interested mm-hmm. to do that. You can also take four-wheel drives that's for right. observations mm-hmm. and things like that? That's right. Yeah. So they also, for, the locals also provide four 
four-wheel drive service uh, for day trippers yeah, to, to drive into the park. Uh, there's a watchtower at the end of the road, the long road into the national park. At night, they also do uh, night safari drives. Yeah, uh, In small groups, it's excellent uh, because you never know what you're going to see. Uh, two weeks ago, my group saw the, the sun bear. Yeah? Yeah, the sun bear, they so were very, very lucky. You know? uh, a group from uh, National University of Singapore, yeah? the NUS students got so, so lucky because they thought he was a dog. Uh, it was black in colour. It's walking on all fours, you know. Uh, then the guy said, hey, no, that's, you know, in fact, the lecturer said, hey, that's that's a bear, you know. Yeah, so you'll never know what you're going to get, you know. Jump into that four-wheel drive with uh, the strong torchlights, you know. Go out, get out there, look for eye shine, you know. Yeah, yes. You're not just looking for owls, you're looking for even civet cats, porcupines, pangolins, and you never know big animals too. Tapirs maybe? Tapirs, elephants? Yep, tapirs, oh. elephants. Tiger? That's their home. The tiger is a bit deeper in, but Known to be it there. Is a positive, yeah. I got a good video of the, the leopard, right? You've seen my... Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Facebook, you were sitting on the road just basking in the sun, yeah? I the was very stick, annoyed. Yeah. I was very annoyed that I mm. never got to see any of this. Never mind, it's okay. <laughs> just proof that I, keep to, I need to keep going. So, doing, so yes. many things you can do. There's Gunung Tahan hiking, there's mm-hmm. observations, of course, there's night walks, cave explorations, there's water activities mm-hmm. as well. That's uh, right. Canoeing and things like that, yes, is that canoeing a thing? and kayaking is outside, yeah. Mm-hmm. But okay. it's also some water activities that you can do outside. Yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, but just, and so classic of a rural Malaysia, you know, wonderful food and, you know, yeah. the, the fruits are, it's fruit season now, yeah? yeah. And with fruit season, it's also wildlife season. So, Yes. It all goes hand in hand. Yeah? Okay, so we'll get to see things like what I'm sure, like all the hornbills are there. That's right. Uh, they'll be coming out as that's well, true. right? That's true. Okay, yes. all right. So, um, and then there's something called Bumbun uh, Rimau. Can you just well, tell us well, what's there, that? Well, there, there are some heights, uh, there's trails and there's heights inside the park yeah, uh-huh. uh, where you go and have a look. Uh, you can spend some time looking at it here. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of facilities, uh, but I think for me it's just nice uh, because you have to, you got to keep infrastructure low. A number of things that are low so that, you know, everything is wild and, and, and kept as it is. You know? Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So it sounds, wow, so much of things, so many things to do there. And like you said, accommodation is available, uh, local guides available. So really you're supporting the local economy that's as right. well. That's, that's very important, yes. Okay, okay, excellent. Andrew, thank you so much. Uh, anything else you wanted to add about uh, why we should all go visit Marapo? I think Marapo, again, I mean, just in case of all the, our episodes so far on Takanamagata Chinta, it, 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 it just shows you a glimpse of what uh, you can do. Mm. with your families you, you can spread awareness you can you can increase your interest and increase your knowledge about what makes Malaysia stand out as a biological hotspot you know yeah. we are a mega diverse country one of the 17 in the world yeah. we are home to a lot of wonderful wonderful natural assets Malaysians you have to get out there and have a look Thank you so much, Andrew, for joining me today. I was speaking to Andrew. Se- I was speaking to Andrew Sebastian, founder and chief executive officer of the Ecotourism and Conservation Society of Malaysia. Uh, if you'd like to follow Andrew's adventures, he posts these very annoying videos all the time <laughs> of all the things he has spotted. It's really frustrating, uh, especially when you're sitting in the office, you know, watching it. <laughs> so do follow him, uh, him on social media. Just search for Ecomy. That's E C O dot M E C O M Y. The website is ecomy.org. If you miss any part of today's interview or any of our previous uh, episodes in Takanomakata Chinta, just search for it at bfm.my slash earth or you can find it on the BFM app. This has been Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast 
from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.